What's going on, world? I'm going to talk to you guys about a, a sensitive subject today. Um, you know, in previous episode, I uh, I told you guys that I reached out to my parents. I had them meet me at the lake house and, um, you know, just kind of see how things went, see how things go, see if they, you know, realize, like, you know, time to stop being dicks and, and say sorry or, or bury the hatchet or, or whatever the case is, right? Like, it's time to get to know my grandkids. Um, so that happened, like, Labor Day last year. And um, that was the first time I saw my parents in about two and a half years at that point. And, um... And it was it was it was different. It was weird. It wasn't comfortable for me at all. Um, I think I said that. But then uh, about a month and a half later, I met my my father without my mom um, at the lake house again because he was dropping off my uncle from uh, South Carolina to North Carolina to Virginia to Richmond. Right? Like, I mean, Richmond's part of Virginia. You got that part. But um, you know, it was just like due time and we talked and I told him like uh well you know they, he was trying to buy like my I don't think he was trying to buy my love but it was like you know in, in, in our culture we just always give gifts and shit like that uh when we haven't seen somebody in a while but uh that, that's never been me so I gave him his gifts back I was like I, mean, I don't want nothing from you guys like this is not what this is about and um I told him the only thing I want from, from anybody is an apology. Like, you know, hey, I'm sorry for how I treated Amanda before she passed away. It's just acknowledge that you might have had something to do with the total picture of where her head was at. I'm not saying I blame you. I'm not saying I blame any of them. Just acknowledge the fucking fact that, you know, your shittiness, your, your fucking personality, your demeanor, your words something right uh played a part or a role in what amanda decided to do i think that's like the respectful thing to do when somebody loses somebody and you were a piece of shit so i told him that shit i said i don't want nothing from you guys man don't don't get nothing from my kids we're not like don't try to buy my love none of that bullshit just i just want an apology and it doesn't do anything, right? The word sorry doesn't bring her back. I just, I want to, I want you to acknowledge the fact that the reality is that, you know, you weren't that good a person. And it's not so much for him as it is for, you know, my siblings, my mother, all the other shit. So I told him that shit nine months ago. And um, I haven't seen him, you know, since then. I haven't reached out to him since then. I just I feel like I took the I took the, the first step to fucking see them again or or try to fucking rec- reconnect or allowing them to see their grandkids. You know they haven't met Thanos at all and they haven't seen Ava since she was three. So I like I, I feel like I took a big first step. It took a lot of tequila, but like I took a big first step. And um, I think my request was fair, and I think it was. I don't I don't think it wasn't I don't think it's impossible right for like a, a set of parents when they want to say they love you and all this other shit to just like you know just own a little piece of 
the torment in your life. I don't I don't feel like uh, me saying, hey, man, this is like my requirement or is what I'd like for you to have, especially when you keep fucking telling me you love me and you love my kids and all this other bullshit. Like, I feel like me saying, hey, this is what I need for my peace, for my men, like for my mentality. I don't feel like that's a big ask. Just a fucking a five letter word. Just say sorry. You know what I mean? Show show some de- uh, decency or respect towards the situation that your son is having a hard time with. So I put it out there. I got nothing. All right. October came and went. November came and went. December came and went. Christmas was here during December before it went. I'm sorry. Um, and, you know, he sent me a message saying, you know, Merry Christmas and, and all this other shit. I don't say nothing back. I just send him a picture of the kids during Christmas. That's it. And then New Year's comes along. He sends me a message saying Happy New Year's, you know, to me and the kids. I don't say nothing back. I just send him a picture. And then February came along. He's like, hey, man, I haven't heard from you in a while. Um, I hope everything's okay. And I sent like four or five pictures. And then that was the last time I texted him. They texted me in March and April. And uh, I didn't send nothing back to him. In April, I'm sorry, March, April, I'm sorry, May, a couple of days ago, instead of texting me, he calls me. I didn't pick up the phone. And he leaves me a voicemail saying, hey, you know, I don't know what's going on. I hope you're okay. Um, just being like a, like a sweet guy about it, you know what I mean? Saying, hey, like, uh, I hope all is well with you and the kids. And, you know, we miss you. And he tells me that he's gonna be in like uh North like Raleigh, North Carolina, um, coming up. He's like, Hey, you know what I mean? I know little man's birthday's coming up, or I, I know Bubba's birthday's coming up. Um, let me know if we can make time to see each other, you know? Um, I didn't wanna leave him hanging on this shit. So I responded back via text. I didn't want to call him and talk to him. And um well, I said this. I said, we have plans this weekend. I uh, won't be in North Carolina. Last time I saw you, I told you all I wanted was for everyone to say sorry. Uh, no one has said sorry in two and a half years. Don't say you love me or my kids if you're not willing to say sorry for being shitty to my wife before she died. I let you guys meet your grandkids so you can see what you've been missing. Not so I can forgive everyone and act like nothing um, happened. Goodbye. And he didn't say nothing back to that, right? That was a message I sent him at like uh, four, uh, four thirty p.m. And no message for the rest of the day. The following day, though, I got a message. And the following day, what's today? The following day, aka today, I got a message, and and it threw me off. Ah. I want to read this message, but I also want to, I want to respect him a little bit, um, but fuck it. I'm going to read the message, right? He said, uh, did you apologize to your mom first? Pause. Uh, (laughs) did I apologize to my mom first? (laughs) Uh, me asking for an apology as his son, right? Did I apologize to my mom first? That's the fucking first sentence in this message. And it's a, it's a long message, right? 
So he said, did you apologize to your mom first? Because you sent her uh, a text that said, go fuck yourself. Right? That message was rightfully so. Like, it is what it is. I mean, I'm sorry. Let me go back to reading this shit. She's the one who talked to Amanda when she was in Marsville. Your mom is the reason why Amanda stayed with you when she wanted a divorce. First off, right? She's talking about we went to we went. So hold on, pause. <laughs> so you guys get the message or not? We went to Philadelphia to watch a 76ers game. Amanda got pissed off at me because I was talking to a middle school friend, uh, and you know we were all gonna meet up at the Sixers game. And I'll have a good time, right? Like Amanda included. But um, the fact that she didn't know that my like friends from middle school that lived in Philadelphia were gonna come meet me, like she got pissed. She was in the back seat of the SUV while we were driving on fucking um, on uh, goddamn it, uh, the Jersey Turnpike, right? Like seventy-five miles an hour. She decides that the reasonable response to not knowing about like women and dudes meeting me meeting us at the fucking game was to pour a bottle of water on my head while I'm driving at 75 miles an hour with her and Ava in the back seat and then smack me in the side of my fucking head while I'm driving 75 miles an hour <laughs> with her and Ava in the back seat like I was when I, I by the time I got to uh, the house in, in Philly I was, um, like, no words came out of my mouth. I was completely shut the fuck down. I was going up for a day trip with my family to go see a Sixers game and double down and see some close friends from, you know, middle school, elementary school uh, at the game, right? Nothing shady about that, nothing crazy about that. But for some reason, that bottle of water got poured on my head while I was driving with my daughter in the car and my wife and I got smacked inside of my head I was fucking done so that's what they're referring to as far as like my mom fucking said something like oh you should stay with him it wasn't her one divorce it was me one divorce that was my first time telling Amanda I want a divorce anyway she said your mom it is my dad texting again I'm sorry he said your mom stood by you and your wife even when you hurt her that we loved Amanda but she never loved us no one said nothing except for Maggie in a text message. Maggie is my bitch-ass little sister. I can't fucking stand. Sorry, let me get back to the message. So why should everyone say sorry? You invited us to North Carolina because you want everyone to say sorry? Question mark. We love you and the kids, but if you decide you don't want us to see them, then we'll respect that. It will hurt us a lot but we don't want problems. We want peace. Pause real quick. Now this next sentence is what completely fucking lost me. Right? Started off fucking strong and I'm like, oh, I can't get any worse than that, right? Did you apologize to your mom first? But this next sentence right here completely 100% lost me. And I'll tell you guys why after this. He said in this message, no one hurt you and Amanda the way you hurt your mom. So why should everyone say sorry and you not say nothing? Your mom was going to even move on with no sorry from you because she loves you even with all the pain. And that's the end of the message right there he sent me. Let me go back to that one sentence. 
no one hurt you and Amanda the way you hurt your mom. Let me tell you something right now. If you can say that about your wife while she's still fucking breathing, then you're fucking dumb, right? The level of ignorance, the level of fucking uh, ego, the entitlement, and all this shit coming from these fucking people I used to call mom and dad uh, drove me at the wall. I drafted and deleted, I want to say, four to fucking six messages before I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll let them think what they want to think. I want to let them think do well, I don't give a fuck man I just honestly I just want to text them back and say you know what I hope you enjoy the rest of your life and that's it nothing more nothing less but at this point I just wanted to wonder like what the fuck I would text if I was going to text anything back to them it's insane it's insane for you to fucking say that to your son right and I understand that he wants to take up for his wife because I can't imagine living with that cunt myself right aka my mom um, I just I don't know what would drive you to fucking sit back and draft that text message after a day of thinking about it and say hey this is a reasonable message to send to your son that you've been saying that you love since he was born you know I used to respect my dad a lot and I even respected him if you guys remember a, a mess, our, our podcast uh, fucking probably a year or so ago Saying that, like, you know, he got mad and he spoke up in that group message only because he wanted to take up for his wife. But it was in response to me taking up for my wife. So the fact that I spoke up on my wife's behalf and that caused him to speak up on his wife's behalf, like, literally the same shit. I'm like, I understood it. I wasn't mad at him. I wasn't mad at him at all. Um, This whole story right here, like, my because my mom, like, I, I can't stand that bitch. I can't wait till she fucking dies. And I would say I'd go piss on her grave, but that would be, that would be me saying, hey, I'm going to take time off of work. I'm going to drive a few hours out of my way. I'm going to go to a grave site I don't need to or want to see. I'm going to take my dick out. I'm going to pee on something and then drive back home and then get back to my life. I feel like that's just like, a, I, there's way better ways I'd rather waste my time. Like, I want to piss on her grave, but there's, uh, fuck that bitch. 100%, man. Fuck that woman. But anyway, now it's fuck both of them. I used to respect my father because I thought he was just taking up for my mom. And I respect that, right? A man should do that. A man should take up for his wife. But at this point, man, if you don't fucking realize, like, what your son has gone through, I'm not a friend. I'm not a coworker. I'm not a colleague. I'm your fucking son, right? I feel like I did enough by reaching out initially after two fucking years of you guys being pieces of shit. I reached out and said, hey, do you want to meet your grandson for the first time? And do you want to see your granddaughter for the first time since she was three? I fucking did that. You didn't do that shit. You're fucking, you're my goddamn parents. You're supposed to be mature. You birthed me. You raised me. What the fuck? You know what I mean? What the fuck do I owe you? Not a goddamn thing. You chose to have me. I reached out. I said what I had to say. It took you guys two fucking months. And not only me reaching out one time, I had to reach out a fucking second time. Just to confirm. Just to validate. Just to make sure, like, hey, 
You guys know I reached out once before, but let me go ahead and reach out again and see if you guys want to meet me at my fucking house, right? I did that shit. I tried, man, because everybody comes on saying, hey, Fadi, you should try to work things out with your parents, man. You should. I know you miss your dad. You should try to work things out so you can see your dad again. I let that shit inside. I let that shit inside. But now here we are nine months later after Labor Day of 2022 when I fucking reached out and I fucking I, I held my standard. I said, look, this is all I want. This is all your son. This is all the person that you're saying you love once. It's a simple fucking apology saying, hey, I'm sorry for the way I acted. I'm sorry for what I may have said that may have affected her in a way that I may not have understood. I understand, right? I'm not blaming you. But I want you to own your piece of this shit. I got a single fucking word from anybody with my last name. And that's the difference between family and relatives. Those motherfuckers are related to me, but they're not my family. There's a lot of y'all out there like that that get that shit confused, right? You think that because you're blood related, that makes you family. No, blood related makes you related. doesn't make you family. Your actions, your words your sentiments, your love, your transparency, your true self, and your true actions make you family. Being born by two people makes you relatives. Some of y'all got half-brothers and half-sisters. That's cool, man. That's great. Y'all can be family, but there's some actions in between, like, hey, we're going to meet each other to being called each other like brothers and sisters. Some people don't even use the word step because their actions are so strong that they're, that's not my stepfather, it's not my stepmother. They love me. They've been there for me. That's my mom. That's my dad. Fuck the people that actually birthed me. All right, your actions make you family. Your actions, your words, your love, that makes you family. Being related via blood, via DNA does not make you family. So these people I'm talking about right now, they're my relatives. They're not my family. I got people that I've known for a fucking year that I consider family more than them. But anyway, get back to the point, man. I've, today, as of today, we'll see what fucking March 9th, 2023. Uh, I've, I've lost all complete, all respect for my father. And it sucks, man, because I want to spend, he's getting old. My mom's getting old. I don't even say my mom, man. Fuck that bitch. He's getting old. I want to spend time with him, man. He was talking to me last time we saw each other about fixing my deck up at the at the lake, you know, going fishing out on the boat. Like, things I never did with him when we were younger because we were fucking broke as shit. So here we are now as adults. And, like, we can do some things together and be men together and be adults together. Be, like, father and son. Be bros. The shit that I used to have with him, the shit I've always wanted with him. And he's, he's just, he's just a husband. He's weak. He can't tell his wife what the fuck she needs to hear. He can't tell his wife, you're being a fucking bitch. You suck. Whatever the fuck he needs to tell her. He can't tell her, man. And that shit right there, I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now, like, I'm not a, a misogynistic motherfucker, but there's roles in a relationship Women, you need to tell your men when they're acting reckless. Men, you need to act. You need to tell your women when they're acting reckless. 
there's roles. True love doesn't fucking enable. True love empowers. True love will get you to fucking see things that you wouldn't have seen by yourself. True love will get you to act in different ways to better the people around you and empower yourself and empower the people around you, right? If you feel like all your relationships are falling off day in and day out, and the people you called yourself family, relatives, friends with, all of a sudden they're all falling off after you've gotten into a relationship, that relationship is toxic for you, right? If that person that can't accept you for who you were when they first met you, if that person that you're with right now is trying to change you and say, hey, you should stop hanging out with this person. Now, granted, there's some growth in every relationship. There's some growth in uh, in every marriage, right? When you get married, you can't be out there with the boys fucking, you know, hoeing out and being at the goddamn strip club like you were before before you met the person you get in a relationship with or get married to. I get that. There's growth there. But the person that you meet, the person that you wish, shouldn't change you in every fucking aspect and should not bring you... Um, shouldn't divide you between you and your fucking seed, right? Especially a woman in a marriage, a woman in a relationship, right? A woman, the nurturer, the person who's supposed to bring the family together, the glue, the glue to a marriage, the glue to a family, the glue to a relationship, the glue to all fucking scars, wounds, and everything. That's the that's the woman's role, right? Every woman wants a man to be the fucking nurturer and the protector, not the nurturer. I'm sorry, the um the protector and provider. What well, a woman has to be that a woman has to be the glue to hold together the family, right? Make a couple sacrifices for the better of the kids, raise some fucking good children, you know, uh, make sure everything is, is on the up and up. I think that's a small ask. At least it was back when they got married. So I'm not talking about maybe 2023, but I know goddamn it when they got married in, in fucking 60 something or 70 something. That's what it was for you. To be the man I call my father, my dad, my pops. To be so far off the fucking mark. Especially in our goddamn culture, man. You're Middle Eastern. You're the fucking pants, goddamn it. What the fuck are you letting... The, I mean, like, you are the pants in the goddamn marriage. You're the provider. You're the fucking... You're the man. Be a goddamn man. You're letting this fucking woman drive you between you and your son. Over some fucking ignorance. I can't tell you how mad that makes me. I cannot tell you how mad that makes me. I'm going to leave this fucking episode with this, man. Pops, fuck you and your wife. I hope you guys fucking die alone and you're fucking miserable for the rest of your life. I got nothing for you. My grandkids will never know anything. or Your grandkids will never know anything about you. And I'm fucking done. I tried. It's been two fucking years. I'm sorry, two and a half years now. I tried. I tried my hardest. It was two years when I reached out to you motherfuckers. And I put the olive branch out there. I'm your fucking son. For you to be that fucking ignorant, that stupid, that blinded by a fucking woman that I know makes you fucking miserable just shows me how fucking weak you are. How fucking alone you are. That you have to hold on to the only thing you have left. Because your fucking kids don't love you. Your kids don't respect you. Neither one of you. And now here you are. The only person you have left on this fucking world. That will tolerate you. You're willing to do whatever the fuck you can. Even if it's a lot of your goddamn son. To fucking make her happy. I hope you feel the pain that I felt. When she fucking dies. Or when you fucking die. And she feels this goddamn pain. 
fuck both of you, alright? Don't keep swimming. Stop fucking swimming and fucking drown yourselves. That's all you fucking deserve. Fuck both of you.